Hello. All right, you can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you just good and fine. Good, good, good. What's up, guys? This is Mike Davis, the greatest. Welcome to another segment today with my big homie Isaac, aka Tank. And we are going to be discussing destiny and the pros and cons of it, starting with the, um, as my, my friend, he mentioned before, we were talking before, he mentioned about solo and more solo missions. Let's uh, go ahead and build off that and uh, your opinions on those. Yeah, um, it, I just would love Destiny to create more uh, solo raids that are easier to do, like the Leviathan. Um, as a player who was who played it when it first came out, um, I never got a, a hang on being in a clan. It was never a thing with me. It, it's just uh, so when I tried to do it though with the clan, tried to, I tried to go to Leviathan. People were always posted in the chats. Uh, they needed help with Leviathan raids, but they would always ask people who joined would be the most ridiculous light level that mm. nobody would be at. Like, the, like it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, uh, people were, people were light level. Like right now, when I was trying to do a mission, when the when the uh, Rasputin, when I'm trying to go help Rasputin, one of the missions required to be a thousand light level. So I tried to go seek help to see if there are any people out there. Well, nobody was able to bite. And but people were requesting to do that mission, but they wanted people to be light level. Like I saw somebody posted for a light level twelve hundred. I'm like, dude, are you serious? This is crazy. I, and so I just fell off Destiny because people were actually getting too greedy. Too, I get it can be a competitive game, but I, it just got too too competitive for me to where I couldn't enjoy the game anymore. And I just want them to put more solo player missions in there to integrate the people who you know don't want to have a team because sometimes you can have a team but they just don't know what the hell they're doing they 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 don't know what they're doing they don't they're not following the proper i should say protocol to actually do the level and it's just it's driving me nuts it drives me nuts um but i i what i could see in the future for destiny um i i'd love to see how they can continue their journey as they're becoming one of those games that are really repetitive that people talk about how they how how they hate because um, like Call of Duty, uh, Madden, uh, 2K, FIFA, you know, sports games, stuff that's really repetitive. And um, I'd like to see how they continue their story. Um, I mean, after they killed Kadoff, I was I was like, wow. I mean, I don't know how they can keep going on with this. That's like one of the main dopest characters of the whole franchise. And yeah, <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah everyone, uh, I think killed Cade, and everybody was like, what, "What's next? What's gonna happen now?" It's a good thing they had, you know, like brought in new stuff. But uh, after they killed Cade, it was like a shock. Like, whoa, what direction are they gonna do now? Like, who's gonna take up Cade's mantle? And so, instead of you know trying to find a whole new hunter. Well, let me backtrack a little bit. At the end of the Forsaken thing, they did have an after-credit scene. Well, spoiler alert, in case anyone didn't play, uh, Aldrin, solve, Aldrin does come back as himself. He's not brainwashed by that fucking uh, taken beast or, or mind that was. What I, we think was uh, actually uh, was Savathun or Oryx, uh, one of Oryx's sisters. Which right. actually came to believe it was her brainwashing Aldrin Salt to do that. 
and she was trying to release her from her imprisonment to come to uh, you know the Destiny world and try to take over, which is what they're actually building off of. Because after the Taken King, when the Destiny books came out, they dropped. They uh, come to realize that that uh, the Taken King Oryx, after you killed his son Crota, he ended up having two more sisters that you had to kill, which was Omnigol, which you killed in the first game as well, and then in this new one, there is a a new sister we learned called Sabathun, which she was actually a real person. There's a mission in Destiny Two called Sabathun Song where uh, you got to shoot the crystals and the, uh, the hive are harvesting the guardian's void light to make power. And that's where you got to uh, take a sacrifice of herself and you got to kill that big ass eyeball and uh, destroy that shit. Uh, the yeah. other direction uh, what do, uh, it was a good idea. Uh, they would, they, what the rumor was that there's going to be dark light, which is actually did get confirmed in, in Destiny 3 that is in the, that's supposed to be come in development sooner or later, that you're going to be messing with dark light this time instead of um, the Traveler's light. And this new enemy is, they keep they keep this new enemy that is now entering the universe a complete secret. No one knows who this enemy is. No one knows where it came from. Nobody knows what kind of powers it holds or what its origin or what its goal is. All it said, all it said was um, during the mission, where you on the moon was that we are your salvation. And that can mean multiple things. It's like, are you giving us a new power? Are you trying to say that the traveler is a bad guy? Like what what's going on? I think that's a good they did a good cliffhanger for that. Well, Bungie. That's a, that was a good cliffhanger, I'm not gonna lie. They they brought they introduced the whole new and in this season, they all they had was these pyramids all over the place are uh, targeting certain planets are gonna and these pyramids, I think. Are destroying the planets and going through the game i'm looking at the game and i see like the main characters you encounter in the fr- in the uh in the red war with the cabal was like everybody was packing up getting ready to get off their planet it was like hmm. there's um there's like well, there's there's a crate there's some crates um on mercury and there was no crates on mars as far as i saw there was crates on Titan. There was crates on Io. Uh, I didn't really see anything on Nessus, per se, but I did see multiple crates around uh, State 14, around State 14 hang, uh, uh, ship in the hangar. There was a lot of crates over there. So obviously, Bungie is adding little stuff without people noticing it and the people not running around because you know everybody's focused on getting the gear, getting missions done, and trying to level up before the new season comes out. When Bungie's been adding little stuff, little by little, if you don't pay attention to the small details that they add. So instead of like doing the big thing, they're going with environmental uh, adding instead, which was like, okay. So that means, and then they announced the season their rivals with new powers out, and then so when they're going to reveal who this enemy is and what this enemy wants, because no one knows what this person what this what this dude is like what the fuck is going on are we getting new powers is a new enemy is this a, like the enemy of the traveler is it the is is it is, is raising a bunch of questions saying like who really is the bad guy in all this you know yeah because they keep i noticed that destiny um when it comes to villains they create a new villain and then within that season you kill you kill them you kill them off pretty much and i noticed that they brought back uh 
they, they keep bringing villains back. So it makes me wonder if they're ever going to bring back some of the heroes they killed off. <laughs> um, I wonder, uh, or I wonder, since they brought State 14 in, I wonder if they're going to kill somebody else off, like Zavala. Or um, the, uh, the uh, Ikora, 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 yeah, I wonder if they're going to kill her off. Or hell, make uh, make Saladin come in uh, if they kill off Savala. Like, who's gonna take the mantle for them? But I know that they can't have. I know because the hunters they don't have anybody right now. They don't have anybody. The Titans we have two people now. We got Zavala and uh, Saint Fourteen. Yeah. And the and the and the and the warlocks got Ikora. But people, yeah, actually, the warlocks had two. They got um Osiris, and they yeah. got Ikora, but. Since Osiris did kind of come back on his own, I think uh, they're gonna put more. They should put more of his in there, but because of his what it, what he was doing, his teachings, it it just wasn't fitting. But yeah, yeah the hunters really don't have anybody. But the uh, but I said it forsaken, Aldrin Sov did come back. A ghost found him and brought him back to life, which was absolutely what the fuck. So that includes Odin Sov going to be the the new hunters, uh, the new hunter leader, the new vanguard, one of the vanguard commanders. No one knows, no one know, really knows yet. So everybody's just waiting in anticipation, and Destiny just adding little things by little things as the game keeps going on. You know, just uh, you know, let's have some fun, let's do this, let's do that, add little things at a time, but let's reveal stuff and not tell nobody what's really going to happen. Cause they already know what's what's gonna happen. We don't. They just gave us an enemy. Said, "All right, new enemy. Boom. Yo, who is this? Where did he come from? And why is he here? What What do they want? They just come over here and said, 'We're your We're your salvation. Hey, do you want us to kill each other? Do you want me to join you? Like, what What What's, what's And 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 that's what that's what kind of like also drives me away from Destiny is that they're always just gonna keep coming out with a new villain, and it's always. And they, they're showing a pattern with the first two games. It's always going to be a relative of the last villain. It's they're getting. It's going to be oh, you, I'm pissed off because you killed my my son, or you killed my father, or you killed my uncle, my mother, whatever. And then it's just going to keep going down the line. And I'm just like, well, hopefully if they do that. But uh, I was I don't like I said I don't know how they're going to do this. It's going to be interesting to see this because one of my buddies told me that Destiny confirmed for like. I think like nine more years of Destiny confirmed. It's crazy. I'm like, that's an, that's that's a crazy amount of of gaming that they're promising everybody and new material that they're promising. And it's 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 it's, it's uh, even with the weapons. I see a lot of repeat with the weapons that yeah, look that... the same but are different. Like uh, it's just it's just really coming really repetitive and just dull for me. So Destiny, I kind of felt that's why I fell off. It was. One of those repetitive games that I just stopped playing. I can only handle so much repetitive games. Yeah, me, me too. I ca- I'm kind of off and on now these days because I'm going to focus somewhere else. And we're going to still talk about this multiplayer. Uh, spoilers, this is Ghost of Tsushima, the new one that just dropped their announcement. Game of the year. Game, game of the year. Yes, indeed. It has to be one of the games of the year until Valhalla drops or Cyberpunk or when Cyberpunk does drop. But we're going to 
take this focus. See, so hold up. No, we're kicking Cyberpunk the fuck out. They I, I think they already talked about pushing that back again. And I just I just can't even deal with that game right now. And <laughs> and and honestly, you think about it, it needs to keep being pushed back because there's gonna be if they're they're basically talking about what looks like a Saints Row game. It looks like a Saints Row game emerged with a GTA five size map or or Assassin's Creed Odyssey sized map. Mm. And and you and you and they're they're talking about all these new interactions that you can do within the game. And I'm just like, well, if that's the case, yeah, you need and the way it looks on screen with the with the uh, trailers they're putting out and a little bit of the gameplay, it looks like it's gonna take a lot longer than what they keep on keep on what they keep on fucking uh, talking about what they keep on promising mm-hmm. so i'm just tossing i'm just tossing that whole game out this year even if it does come out in november i'm probably not going to even consider that game of the year I, even with valhalla valhalla i love the shit out of assassin's creed i do it's been my game ever since it came out i uh, valhalla though it's with some of the gameplay they've been doing it looks kind of tricky it looks uh this looks it looks oddly like they're still Going, I mean, they, they definitely are still going off Origins and Odyssey gameplay, but I noticed people are so stuck on Ezio, and I think the reason why they are stuck on Ezio's fighting style is because of the lock on and the countering. Because because once you have because in the Ezio trilogy, you're able to lock onto the target, mm. and and once you can counter them, it's an instant kill counter, and you can just do it repeatedly over and over again. I remember in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, they uh, they had a side thing you can do outside the game where you go to the main menu and it's a little arcade thing you can do and it's how many people can you kill without being hit and I mean you could just constantly just parry kill parry kill parry kill parry kill and people are having fun with that people are having so much fun with that and and when it's, and I noticed a lot of people were um, disappointed about the one thing in origins, or no, one thing in Odyssey where they kind of took a turn of becoming a Spartan god, sort of. Because mm-hmm. you're... Which I kind of understand. I kind of wish that it wasn't so much like that um, in, in Odyssey. I mean, in Origins, I kind of can see it that way with the Egyptian culture they had. Um, but Odyssey, I was really... I was really... It's really interesting to see how... I would I would have liked more on the fighting style perfective perfected it was more it was it was still like, like, again they copied it from odyssey so they're gonna they're, they're gonna continue that and that's one thing i didn't like about ubisoft once they found a way that that's what fucked them up after the seo trilogy i mean they, they did good on black flag they did really good on they were trying they did really to find good. like uh they were it was was try during the seo trilogy it was a little bit of, it had like a little bit of an rpg element I think that's what they were testing out with the other games to see how it would go, and then they had to finally perfect it. Uh-huh. But speaking of Ubisoft and multiplayer, we're to discuss Ghost of Tsushima and Sucker Punch and how they are doing what Ubisoft should have done a long time ago. The yes. drop the announced for the co-op or multiplayer missions, own story, own missions, whole new upgrades and everything. I you know what I didn't even look too close into that. I just um, read a little bit of the article, and I'm actually really excited for about this. And, and yes, what you just said, Ubisoft Ubisoft should have been done this. They should have 
been done this in Odyssey. They should have start. They should have brought it to Odyssey since or- Origin was a really big hit. I thought that was a really big hit. Yes, and, it was. A great hit. And if they didn't want to do it in Origins, then they should have done it in Odyssey because um, they brought back sailing. They brought back being able to upgrade ships. And that was the one thing that they did right when they brought in Black Flag. I mean, yeah, you could do that in AC3, uh, but Black Flag really perfected it where you could find other ships. So um, I cannot wait for Ghost of Tsushima's multiplayer to come out because um, I remember uh, they, I read up, they said there's four characters and there are four different stories. and Four characters, four different stories. Um, it is it is completely co-op. You can do solo or co-op. It's four-player co-op. You can all join in together. Uh, you, it's like you're you're playing two, three, uh, four different characters. Like you got your your uh, your thief, your rogue. You got your uh, your ninja, the samurai, the archer, and the thief. Each come with their own uh, weapons and style of fighting, and you can play however you want. And this is sadly what everybody, I think, me personally, I wanted, but everybody wanted for Ubisoft to do, especially what they did for For Honor. That was pretty good. With the, well, that was pretty good. One player was kind of lacking because, you know, it was crazy, but the co-op main story play, that is what they should have done with Odyssey. And I think they should have done that with Bahala. And the Sucker Punch is like, hey, let's do a whole different story, co-op missions, boom. And speaking of co-op stuff, I kind of I knew it when I excited when it dropped the Batman Gotham Knights trailer. When that dropped, it said you could do co-op mission throughout the whole entire game. Yes, and that's that that's gonna be amazing. That the that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna bring out you know what that's gonna bring out who's who's really Batman and who's really Robin in a relationship. It is, and I also found out they did like they did like a multiverse so. You could be anybody you want. Like two people could be Nightwing, two people could be Red Hood, Robin. I'm like, that is insane. And it's not stop your story progression or their story progression. You work to like you can work together and you go, you could do you could do the you can do the combos they did in the other Arkham in the Arkham City. And uh they can do the combos like in Arkham City and Arkham Knight. Where you had, where you had like the the AI was fighting, you did combos, you switch back and forth between the AI. This time you don't have to switch back and forth. This time, you can work together, do what you got to do. Like, that was a great announcement, and I was like, well, get out of here! It is co- I knew it was co-op. It was like four players. It could be up to two. You could do solo. You can go solo with it. Two player, three player, four player co-op. You could be anybody you want. They got, um, they took their elements. I also believe they took the elements from Mortal Kombat 11 and Mortal Kombat and, uh, excuse me, and Injustice 2, where you can get your own upgrade system and have different gears and everything, which was absolutely phenomenal. And since we're on the subject of Batman, I always wanted this. I want people to listen to this. What is your opinion? What do you think is going to happen with Rob Patterson's new Batman? This is Batman. Basically, this is Batman Hush. They're going off of. To me, it's like Batman Hush, Batman Year One. And they're finally, I think they finally find a good direction who could play Bruce, Bruce Wayne and Batman, not just Batman or not just Bruce Wayne. Um, um, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm 
I knew that question was going to come. Um, I I hate the fact they are getting fiery stick boom boom glow stick firefly looking ass guy to play <laughs> Batman. I don't like this whatsoever. I don't. I don't. And you know what? And you know what? I even asked my brother. My brother who is a who watched the Twilight series when it came out and who who loves Batman and who loves the Joker, who loved Heath Ledger, who saw the other Joker and um I even asked him how he felt about Robert Pattinson. He's like, you know, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't think I want my Batman to glow at night. He's not supposed to glow. He's supposed to be dark and mysterious. And I'm like, you know what? I feel you. I feel you on that. And I can't wrap my head around this. It, it looks like, it, even during the trailer, it looked like he tried to portray a gothic emo Batman. And I just can't wrap my head around it. I'll, I just can't wrap my hand about, around it. Because what's funny is, um, what's funny, Twilight was just added to Amazon Prime. And, and I, I tried to watch the, I tried to watch the first Twilight movie to come out. And that first Twilight movie, I, watched, I wanted to give it one more chance. You know, it, it was such big hype. And I wanted to give it one more chance. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I fast forward through so many times. I fast forward to the point where it was a where I fast forwarded to a scene where they're all playing baseball and these three other vampires come out of the woods. And next thing you know, this one vampire smells the lead lead girl. I think her name was Belle or Bella or something, and smells that she's a human. And next thing you know, they do this weird fight stance thing where they hiss. They go, <laughs> and they just, <laughs> and I'm they like, hiss the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they just sound like cats. They just sound like cats. Like they made these vampires sound like cats. And it's, and then, and they, and they did this whole thing where they squatted and they raised their arms out and they're just, <laughs> I'm like, this is just, <laughs> this, this is, this is not for me. And to see him do that. And try to do that and play off Batman. No, I'm sorry. I swear to God, if he does that as a bat, I'm gonna throw the whole franchise, the whole uh, Batman series out. Like it ended, like the whole Batman series ended with uh, Christian Bale being Batman, and even that, that was like as good as it's gonna get. And it, and the only, my only favorite one is uh, Dark Knight with Heath Ledger as the yeah, Joker. I, I mean, everyone's favorite. Like what the fuck? I blew everybody out the water. And honestly, honestly, I believe you know what. I'm not gonna judge it based off that his Twilight movie because he has he has different movies. I gotta look up and watch. There was one movie um, that won awards with uh, him and William Dafoe in there. It's called a lot. I can't. It's called like Lighthouse or something like that. I can't remember. I gotta find it. They said that was. It's a like it's like entirely black and white, and it's Robert Patterson and William Dafoe, and and in the um, and like a lighthouse during a during a storm. And they're talking to each other, and they said it was like it was great because these two got in so into character, they forgot who they were. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge him based him off the Twilight shit. I can't you know because for me, yes. like, well, I think it's made for more teen girls. But I'm not gonna do that. But I'm, after what I saw based off the trailer, and and I realized it, they're not one. 
uh, they're putting Peng- Penguin's going to be in there. Oh, my God. Let's talk about Penguin. Who the fuck did the costume to Penguin? I don't know. Who but, the oh fuck? I, I'm, I'm like, did they just cut Jabba the Hutt's fat off and just put it on him and then color it white? Because that's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. He, it looks like a, a miniature version of Jabba the Hutt. And I'm I'm sitting here looking at it like, okay, so far this so far the trailer has done nothing but piss me off, and I'm really getting irritated that they're ruining one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite uh, superheroes movies right now. And at this point, I'm just like, I'm just like DC needs to throw out live action. DC just needs to throw out live action. They made Penguin with what blew me out the water was Colin Farrell is playing Penguin. That's him under all that makeup under the trailer. I couldn't believe it either. I was like, I don't know who the fuck did that, but that does not look like Colin Farrell. They made that dude yeah. the penguin. I think I think got with the point nose right. But uh wait, the trailer look, it looked cool. They're going with the year one Batman. He he first started out, he still got that, he still got that uh that harboring like his like his So, so that's that's actually sorry, that's actually one thing. That I that I thought was really cool about the trailer was they set a dark presence, a really disturbed, really Bruce. self a self hurt Bruce that was going on. That I thought they did a really good job on because I actually felt that. Um, but again, I couldn't get over the fact I'm seeing a glow stick play Batman. I just couldn't get over that fact. Yes. And oh my god! Um, oh my but I, I'll still watch it. I'll still watch it. Um, because I love, I love to see how people play one of my favorite, my, my favorite heroes and stuff like that, and to see how. Because I think, but I think that's also the problem uh, with comic books. When you read comic books, people have people create their own heroes in their own minds and see how they sound and how they act and talk and stuff like that. But and, everybody like, uh, uses fucking uh, <laughs> the real Batman voice. <laughs> and, and I honestly think that's why people are. Kind of, kind of. When the comics, they hear Kevin Conroy's voice because growing up during the Batman animated series and the Batman games, Kevin Conroy yeah. is, is Batman. Man, he's he's Batman. Besides yeah, OG, yeah. Besides the OG Bat Adam West, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Adam West. Oh, and um, before we uh, keep talking about um, Marvel and DC, rest in peace to. Chadwick Boseman. Yes, recipe. Um, one of the greatest black actors, and I, you know, what's funny when I was telling myself, um, I was listening to his video when he was giving his uh, speech at Howard University, and I closed my eyes and I, I could hear Denzel Washington in him, and I was like, you know what? If they ever did a biopic of Denzel, I'm never going to accept any actor that is not Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. I Chadwick Boseman had so much range and so much charisma and it's just it, it, that is is a really hit on i noticed the, he had the a whole hit. black community i was just a hit on yeah. everyone. it didn't affect like yeah children know it. it affected everyone yeah it, it was finally it was, see people got to finally see ourselves betrayed how we were supposed to be betrayed as a king as royalty Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he he did set the tone of black excellence, and also he set a tone of success because 
nobody knew he was nobody knew that he had cancer other than I think people close to him. Yeah. And and, and you have to you have to remember you have to think like okay he's been battling cancer for four years mm. four years uh, uh Black Panther came out in 2018 mm-hmm. so and that whole that he, t- so Jackie Robinson he did, uh, he did he was doing uh before that he was doing Civil War he did the Captain America Civil War and he got he beefed up like he was working out got hella hella buff for that role. Yeah, and it's like it's crazy. It's still portray that character. It still was the portray the hardest character in that fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> it it's it, it was it, it was amazing to see him come out in, in Infinity War. And you know, I'm not gonna it's good it's gonna happen. And I'm gonna tear up now every time I see him in Black Panther and come out in Infinity War. When I see him die in Endgame, you know, you're gonna fucking ball like a bitch. And <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> And it's just it's it's just one of those it's just one of those guys who actually really touched people's hearts and it's this this year has been a real shitty year and um, for that to happen it kind of that 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 Kobe R.I.P. to Kobe one of the greatest basketball players to ever do it and it it kind of sets a tone of what's happening now in this world and it sucks. Um, uh, people, I noticed that people are st- people are straight. Uh, I kind of thought it was fucked up, but people went straight to, okay, who's gonna who's gonna play the next Black Panther? Now, I'm not big comics on that, but I know you are, so I got a question. Mm-hmm. Since you know about the Black Panther series, who can take up the mantle now that Chadwick is gone? The the Black Panther is gone. Like, who can? Pe- people kept talking about how oh they need to bring Killmonger back. Well. People who are talking about bringing Killmonger back obviously don't know that he's actually dead. He's gone. And so they're talking about his sister to pick up the mantle, uh, T'Challa's sister. So who do you think, from person who read the comic books, who can pick up the mantle to be Black Panther? Oh, that's so fun. Uh, well, Shuri, she did pick up the mantle for a little bit. But you remember in the comics, there was like going on. In the comics during the Infinity War, she picked up the mantle of Black Panther while T'Challa was out fighting uh, in the um, was out fighting in the Infinity War, and he came back picking it up. But and before all that happened, the Black Panther in the comics he has uh, retainers, and his retain he chooses retainers who are technically speaking his accolades to to pick up the mantle to become the Black Panther. In the comic, he uh, he finds a um, he uh, uh, he finds his retainer known as a uh, uh, Casper Clay, and he becomes the White Tiger accolade, which is basically anything. And of course, the world states in Wakanda, anyone can challenge the key. Anyone can challenge to become the Black Panther. So basically, true. Okay, anyone on at this point, it could be anyone. If they do surely that'd be great. If they do, so, if somehow they he, bring back Killmonger, that'd be cool. But because uh-huh. of that, because of that issue and that challenge, you can't really tell who's going to be the next Black Panther, because anyone who takes up that mantle becomes the king. That's like a that's like a that's like a rule of Wakanda. That is like a statute rule. You challenge the king, you become the king. If you lose, that's it. Anyone can become the Black Panther. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just had to look it up, and um, 
And it says the late Black Panther T'Chaka. Mm. Yeah, no, I was trying to see if T'Challa had any children in the series. And because I know he gets with Storm and um that and yeah, that but now that you said that, that's that's gonna be interesting. I wonder if they're gonna have a stunt they're gonna have to have a stunt double to play the Black Panther. And I wonder if during the ritual they kill him off and that's how they kill his character off. And um, and I wonder who who would play that person. And I wonder if they actually bring M'Baku to play him, play, play the next Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they find I mean, if they find a way to bring Killmonger to come back, that'd be great. Um, I thought Michael, I think Michael B. Jordan would make uh, would be great, would be mm-hmm. great for it. And um, um, it's it, it that's just a that's just one of those things that are kind of touchy subject right now that I wanted to get your input on. But well, let's go off that subject. We're gonna go ahead and go right back to the DC subject, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna talk about Joker. Let's talk about the Joker. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about the Crown Prince of Klein, the insane dude, the craziest character I've ever read that is just absolutely fucking psychotic in every which and way and everything he touches just gets destroyed. Let's talk about first, uh, we'll do the comments later, but let's talk about his portrayal in the Arkham series. The game, the Arkham series. Mm. What did you think mm. of that portrayal of him throughout from Arkham, Arkham Asylum to City to Arkham Knight, where Batman just kept seeing him? Um, I think <laughs> so. We're gonna go into a whole rabbit hole that me and you discussed uh, a, a, bu- a, bu- a bunch of times. You and I discussed this, and um, you know, uh, the Joker, my favorite villain of all times, um, right next to Atrocitus. Uh, is one of the most is one of the most complex characters to ever come into a villain to come to a villainous role. I believe he <laughs> he wants what I believe is one thing, and that's just to bring out the truth, bring out everyone's desire and truth to it. And how he was portrayed in the games was well, spot on. Um, I believe Mark Hamill did the voice, correct? Yeah, Mark Hamill was the voice in the animated series too when they uh, when they put him in there. Yeah, so even in the in the, in, the, in the later on when we were kids in two thousand four, that's name that's when uh, they made the Joker a black dude. That was awesome as fuck too. <laughs> I didn't he know had, that had, actually. It's called the Batman, but it's like it's like it's like it was like, like one of those uh, you know. Oh, wh- wasn't wasn't that one where he was where he was beefed up and shit? Where the Joker was beefy up, beefed up and stuff like like he was hitting the weight room and stuff. Uh, that because he took the it's because he took a bane serum. That's why. That's yeah, right. Was, yeah, that's. But he was slim, but he had dreads and everything, and he was fuck. He was psychotic too. And I was like, hey, okay. And, but the, the okay. voice of the Joker was a black dude. You can you can fucking tell. It yeah, was, no, it it was it was deep. It was deep. I remember that now. It was deep. Um, but um, yeah, Mark Mark Hamill. He he set, I believe, the tone for the voice of the Joker, for the what they what. For what it has to be now for all animation creations, where for gaming and TV shows, and yeah, I mean, even if someone were to read 
uh, a Batman script, you got to have Mark Hamill there as the Joker to be, play the Joker. Um, <laughs> but me and you, we always talked about this. Um, the Joker loves Batman. He doesn't want to kill him. Just like Heath Ledger said, I don't want to kill you. You complete me. And uh, what got me so hyped up when I was watching the Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix is that they in that movie were hinting or like kind of people leaning on that he's Batman's brother. Yeah. And, and, you know, I know, I know in the comic books, they actually come out with who Batman brother is and all that stuff, but I just can't help but think of like, that's why Batman and Joker are so connected. It's just, they have that connection that the Joker, the Joker knows something. Like we never really find out his true identity at all. We just know that he's a, a, a plumber, I believe is a plumber, and um, he's low on work. He goes to the mob uh, to fig- to find money for his pregnant wife. The mob hires the mob hires him, but then it later on bet- screws him over. And then he dives down into the vat of acid liquid. Yeah, he was fighting. He was they were all fighting Batman. Batman like pushed him into the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. And he he started laughing and lost his shit because his wife died, and the child died, and he just lost. He lost everything, and he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna go off the deep end." And I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of fucked up. During the games, he was he was fucking hilarious. Like during the intercoms, one. There's one line I always liked in the intercom, the first one, Arkham Asylum. And he said, watch out. There's a guy running around in a bat suit. And he calls this crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, yeah, it's stupid. Like, that is, it's not supposed to be funny, but he's right. Because it is. And it's hilarious. Yeah, and him. I, know, I noticed that the Joker and um, the Scarecrow, what was his name? What was the doctor's name again? Ichabob. Yeah, Ichabod. They Ichabod have Crane. I was that Doctor Crane. They literally named man Ichabod Crane, which is very funny and great because Ichabod Crane was scared of the hellish horsemen and and Crane invented the fear gas, mm-hmm. the scarecrow himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, they did. The, you know what uh, they did that in the first Dark Knight series, and I was always wondering why that was such a thing. Why he was so scared of the? Why he was scared of that horse? Just it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, but the Joker, like I said, is one of those characters that are really hard to really hard to get. And Heath Ledger did the absolute best. And then he was Joaquin Phoenix. Psychotic. He was smart. I believe that Heath Ledger actually brought out the Joker that was created in the video games. Yeah, I, I believe that. Especially the part where he said, "I'm gonna make this pencil disappear and slam the guy's head on there." That was amazing. That's that, 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 that's the Joker. Hey, you want to see another trick? I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. Ah! <laughs> oh hell, shit! And that that is the Joker. Like, I was like, Ooh. and then that's the he, that's the Joker. He had mm-hmm. a grenade attached to him. It was like, ah, ah, ah. Mm-hmm. and left him. And they, and left a, a Joker playing card as his as his as his uh, business card. Here's my card. Yes. <laughs> like you know how to get a hold of me. Like dude, there's no number. It's just a J and a Joker. Come on now, really. Um, but oh yeah, Heath Ledger. He he brought out the the true psychoticness and jokes jokiness 
of the Joker, and but he also brought out the intelligent side of the Joker. Like the Joker plays the game like chess. He's always thinking five or ten moves ahead of you. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what to to do. He knows how to ruffle your feathers. He knows how to get the job done. Mm. And and um, that's why I love. That's why I believe Heath Ledger will always be the best best Joker, no matter what. And Joaquin Phoenix talk about him. He, I believe, did a phenomenal job of. He did the same thing of what the Joker would actually do. <coughs> Excuse me. And he shot Robert De Niro on live TV. That's something the Joker would freaking do. Yeah, that's the Joker did in the the dark uh, the Dark Knight Returns. He killed. He broke. The, he broke the mug. He's like, you got any more? So like, we got a closet. And he broke the mug and sliced that dude's guy on live TV in the Dark Knight Returns. And people are like, oh shit, he didn't change at all. What like what you expect? What the fuck? <laughs> They're like, have you changed? Like, of course, I became reformed. I'm a better man, and he just killed some dude on live TV, dude. What the fuck? Like, what would you expect? Like, he, of course, you get like we all knew he was lying. I didn't know that. The host, the host didn't know that. He just went on TV. He wanted to make a show of it, and uh, I think it was an. I, I did. I played Ark of Origins, which people said they didn't like, but I thought like, fuck that. I was awesome and shit. The boss battles were amazing. Are you serious? That that, that was fun because that was that's fun how you actually. Boss battles, bro. Like what the fuck? Like he's brand new to like he is as younger Bruce Wayne. He's brand. He's still brand new to the whole Batman thing. He has the gear and shit. He's still brand new to the whole Batman thing. He's trying to f- still figure this shit out, and he says the same thing like in the. In the dark, in the dark night, in that game, he's like Alfred. I don't understand what he wants. And Alfred said the same thing. He's like Bruce, Master Bruce. Some people just want to watch the world burn. And in Arkham uh-huh. Origins, Bruce even said, "Is like Alfred. He's an enemy, but I don't know what's going on. I don't know what he wants. I don't know what his end goal is. He has nothing." And he said the same thing. He's like Master Bruce, and he says, "Some men just can't be reasonable." And that is what Joker is. And Arkham Origins was a great thing to uh, first encounter that because how they introduced the Joker was phenomenal in Arkham Origins. Yeah, he he he, um, he, off, like, he, he didn't know he was going to be in that game. He's like, what? <laughs> Joker's in this game? All they know yeah, is well, during one of the missions, you're trying to figure out who took Black Mask. Like, yeah, so when he took Black Mask. Mask. When he when he took Black Mask. That's I knew for a fact. That had to be the Joker, cause yeah, the, it had to uh, be. People like maybe he's just like some random hitman, like it was some like some random hitman. That, that, and then he was like, because people quickly threw that one that uh, theory out the window when he's like, this dude just killed his girlfriend and it's like fuck it, he was like some an assassin because you know during that time Roman Sionis, you're still part of the mafia and you know people are going after everybody's heads. Right. When they revealed Joker, it was like holy fucking shit. And yeah, then, I was. And then on top of that, the boss, the boss fights were pretty good. But the best boss fight in that game was the fucking Deathstroke boss fight. Yep. Oh, totally. That that one brought out the whole actual martial art aspect of the Batman, like the, the shit that he knows, and that actually brought it out in that fight because even Deathstroke knew some shit. Yeah, and Deathstroke is like, and Deathstroke has the Mirakuru theorem in him, so he's like a he's like a hyped up meta, like a, he's like a, like super. He has like superior strength and dexterity and everything. He can fight like that, too. I was like, holy shit. And even Destro was like, what are you? And it's like, <laughs> shit, Batman, the fucking thing. That was a good boss fight. Bane, uh, the Bane one was pretty good when you first fight him. 
because Bane, right. Bane it shows intelligence side. It's basically bringing out the intelligence side of all the villains he's facing, especially Bane. Bane is not a stupid person. No, like that's how, and, even they showed in Dark Knight Rises. Bane is not stupid. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's what um, I only think that the Dark Knight series did right when they brought Bane into the picture. I mean, I don't understand why they brought out a British dude on steroids. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a Hispanic lucha lucha luchador, and yeah, um, but he's from South he's from South America. Yeah, yeah. He's so from, I'm, he's from South America, and he's he's he, he made it he made his own serum called the Venom by fucking with the mirror cruel serum. He made his own shit. And he and Bane is, and that's what I liked about that too. Like, at least he was smart. He was smart. He was strong, and he broke his fucking back. Mm -hmm. You could feel that in the theater, in the comic, Mm. in the cartoon. Oh, he broke his back. Yeah, and that, that, and that's why I think it's just so hard to. I just think that that's why I actually believe DC needs to stick with uh, uh, animation, not live action, because they can't seem to get it right and they get the character's point of views right yeah true. they get the character's point of views and their uh their skills right that's what they do which i also remember which bring was what i brought up earlier uh when people read the comic books and without actual voices they imagine their own so it's hard for people to wrap around what their Batman is and what their Joker is. Like, I talk to people a whole bunch of time about Batman's like, who did the real Batman? Who did the real Batman? No one ever says George Clooney. No one ever says George Clooney. Uh, but he was more. He was. It was okay. It was like a lot of cartoony. Like uh, his was more. I think Bruce Wayne. Wayne. He was more <laughs> Adam West. I, that's oh, what I Adam Adam, I Adam West. That. Adam West, but he was—it was like kind of on the the Adam I West can't, side a little bit. I can't, I can't really, you know, pick at Adam West because, I mean, you got to think about it. They went off nothing but the comic books back then. Oh yeah, they they had no references. They had no, they had no no ideas. Nothing. They had, they just had the comic books. So they went off the comic books and to the comic books that's how everything was and uh george clooney's batman it was george clooney's batman is a mix of what christian bale was doing and he wanted justice he want i just couldn't sense the hurt i couldn't sense the vengeance that wasn't hurt it wasn't like the trailer of the batman where he was beating that guy in the face (laughs) That was really good. That, that was really that good. Was a beat down from the game. He said triangle, square, 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 square. I was like, oh shit! Bring I heart. was, ah! I know, I was, I saw that. I was like, oh shit, damn. So we like, got a real like, ass fight. He, and he was like, why do he do that? Because that's what he's supposed to do. That is his goal: instill fear. He wants people to be afraid of him. I want you to be afraid of me. The only people that ain't afraid of him are the ones who he who are drawn to him. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So and, much, and like in the game, like you put so much fear in the people. Someone put a fifty billion dollar, fifty million dollar bounty on your head, and they are coming to collect. Yeah, it's uh, that. Uh, I just with Robert Pattinson's uh, Batman. I just want I want to be able to sense 
the loomingness of his parents' death. Because uh, that's why I liked Arkham City. Because there was those little Easter eggs you can go around in the city. And there's the one spot where he Crime finds out. his where he finds his uh, parents, uh, where his parents got shot and killed. And then, you and know. Like, yeah, and it goes like all heavy and everything and it stays yeah. silent. Like yeah, he's still, and like, it's crazy because he's he's still traumatized by that, and it and it really paid attention to that in all three of the games. He's still traumatized by that. Like in the, yeah. in the first game where you go into the library and you walk back out, and all of a sudden you're you're back in Crime Alley again, or uh, right. you go in like the like the like the room with the morgue with yep. dead bodies already. Um, he unzips the bags. His mom and dad are right there. Yep. Uh, yeah, still, it's yeah. it's it, and, and you know what? That's what I that's what I want. I want to see. I, that's actually what I want. I want to see the video game come to reality because I want I I want the Batman to look for. Uh, let's say so they bring the Penguin into the next movie they come in. I okay. Let's say they bring Scarecrow back, and let's say they bring. Um, let's say they bring Raz al Ghul back. I want the Batman to take an acid trip, man. I want him to, I want him to go inside a building that he recognizes and he has flashback memories of his childhood. I want to see the turmoil on his face. I want to see him, I want to see him hurt and want the proper justice that he wants. And that's what, that's what I think the Batman movies are missing is, uh, Batman walking into a morgue and having a flashback of him as a kid going over and unzipping a body bag and seeing his dead parents there. And I'm just, that's just what I think the Batman series is missing a true in depth feel of what Batman feels. I mean, truly, who they all are. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, what is it? The, uh, how is it? Zack Snyder is a man of still Superman kind of focused on that too a little bit. I, I don't know why I couldn't get into that one. I just couldn't I get know, into that I one. It. I think I kind of like, I'm not going to lie, I kind of liked it. It wasn't, you know, ooh, I'm going to save the day. It was him basically trying to stay low key and not expose himself because like he's even the dad says like the world's not ready for you yet. Like they're not ready. Like they're not well, ready. First off, and, he, and then, like they're kind of like, he was kind of right. And he started getting into his powers, like, oh, shit, I'm fucking superhero. And everybody started coming after him, and they were gunning for him. He wasn't really paying attention or focusing, like, in the, someone in the comics and, like, the animation, he holds back. He holds back a lot when he's fighting people. He, oh, he, yeah. He, he has to. When he's, like, when, uh, like, it wasn't in the, the old Justice League animated series at the end, when Superman's talking to Darkseid, he's like, you know what it's like being me? Everything is cardboard. <laughs> you gotta hold back. You gotta... Watch what you do. Make sure you don't hurt somebody. He said, "But with you, oh, I don't have to hold back at all. I can go all out." Yeah, like, he can and, go all out with certain people, but other, and other than that, and then again, he can. Like, he has to hold back a, a lot. The only with like certain villains, he can go all out. With, not all. Of them. I guess what I like, did that too, because in that movie, he wasn't really focused on you know trying to protect the city or nothing. He was more focused on trying to make sure Zod isn't. Try to destroy the city, and that was how a fight. Yeah. Like that movie kind of captured how the fight should be. Like, yo, these are two superpower beings going heads up. They should be destroying shit like it is no tomorrow. 
And yeah, really him and him and Doom. Doom. made it awesome. It's like, oh shit, they were boom, boom. Oh damn, they were tossing through buildings, punching each other. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I think. <laughs> you know, I never really cared for Superman, honestly. He uh He's a boy scout. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's he's a fucking boy scout. And they, honestly they, they call him out an animated just in the anime justice, they call him boy scout too. He's like, shut up. He's like, what are you gonna do? Boy scout kill me? Oh shit. <laughs> they 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 test him because he won't do it. And Batman and Batman says it's like he won't cross that line. Well, even Superman's strength is fucking limited because he's he's only Superman when he's in when he's out of his universe. You take him back to his home planet, even though it's destroyed. You take him back to his home planet where his own son is his son, the actual son, S U N, is there. Yeah, he's a regular human being, yeah. And so I never really cared for Superman. Also, the fact how stupid are the people of Metropolis. Like, how in the fuck can you not tell Clark Kent is Superman? Does, uh, does glasses really change your fucking identity? No. Uh, he, had, he had glasses made. Bruce had a base. Like, I can't remember who it was. Someone, it was Bruce or or somebody else from Star Labs. They made him glasses so they'll change the eye, the eye color of his, um, of his uh, it changes eye colors too. Hmm. Well, that, that's that's that weird. Just to keep it stuck, like he could change the vocal cords of his voice as well. Okay, because like, so people can't really recognize who he is. Of course, you can't really tell if it's really Clark Kent running around unless you actually try to look and where you got this superpower being to zoom in by and beat people up. Of course, they, of course, in a panic, who's gonna pay attention to some guy running down the road to the danger? Where's everybody's focus at? Boom, run away. He's running towards really gonna pay attention. Like, why is like you're not gonna pay attention to why the fuck is right. running for the danger? I'm trying to get right. away. I'm on a run right. away. Right. I uh, just never I just never liked the fact well the animated series didn't do justice to if that was the case with the glasses, because in the animated series, all he did was take his glasses off, open his fucking shirt, and da 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 da. Here comes Superman. And then he puts his glasses crazy. back on. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the bike up right now. But, this is stupid. The animated, but the, when they did the animated movie, both versions, uh, this, the new, like the new Fifty Two version of Doomsday and the old one of uh, Do- Superman Doomsday. That was, that was both great. Boy, I know everybody loved that because Superman, you know, he's a powerhouse. He never really met his match, and Doomsday came out the woodwork and gave that nigga an ass whooping. All right. Even in the, even if the, in uh, the original animated one, they were going toe to toe, heads up. The city was getting destroyed. They did not care. They were going back and forth, back and forth. And Superman had finally met his match. And uh, basically, someone who basically an unstoppable uh, Superman is like um, uh, unstoppable force, and dudes are the immovable object. And they put that to the test. They basically said, what happens when the unstoppable force meets an immovable object? And they went toe-to-toe. Well, you know, I hope they, if they do decide to bring more Superman into the mix, and I hope they bring proper villains into it. I hope they bring in, um, what's his face, uh, Doom? Doomsday. Or, uh, Doomsday. Yeah, I want them to bring him in. I want them to bring Zod. 
Zod, Doomsday. Uh, they need they need some they need a different person for Lex Luthor. I didn't like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. That was just weird. I didn't really like even care for Lex Luthor in general as a villain. All he is is basically Tony Stark with a uh fucking with an attitude problem towards Superman. That's all he is. But yeah, I really want I, I really want to see smart, though because when he looks like Luthor became the president of the United States, no one could touch him. He won. He made the look. One, everybody knew he was a lazy. He was like, he was like, like gunning for Superman. And uh, he realized what Superman could really do. And Lex Luthor was like behind doing Superman all kinds of shit. He became the president. So, guess what? Ain't nobody touching me fucking out. What's he gonna do? And on top of that, he was still trying to, he was still doing his villain shit. Like, well, I hope they bring in a. Uh, well, I hope they bring a. Uh... Dark side in. Shit, man. Uh, I hope a, they bring him in because he's the one who's he's the one who's supposed to who's uh, kills Superman. Or was that Doomsday? Doomsday killed him. Doomsday Dark killed him. Okay. Dark side is the Justice League villain. Oh, okay. But so yeah, when are they gonna bring that kills Superman? When are they gonna ever bring Brainiac in? I know they brought Brainiac in for the video game. For injustice, but I'd like to see him. I'd like to see Braniac come to come to life. That'd be that'd be interesting, interesting sight. I actually would love to see if they actually do crossover Marvel and DC. Uh, they they should they did they did it back in the day, which was kind of cool. And, but they don't. I don't know why they don't do it right now because it would have been awesome. Everybody fight each other's villains and shit. Um. I think they're still trying to find the, the right big, characters, honestly. I think they're trying to find the right characters to play these. Yeah. I think DC I think, is struggling with trying to find characters because Marvel's pretty much Marvel's got it down packed on the characters, uh, character wise. Um, I think the only actual universe crossover I liked reading was Batman and the, the Turtles. That was, bro. Oh, can we talk, him, can him we talk about the Turtles? Fighting. Yeah, with him and Shredder were fighting. Yo, that was, oh my God. Two masters fighting. And they were, they I, were I was like, oh shit. I I oh man, I um I cannot speaking of the turtles, I cannot wait for the last Ronin to come out. Oh yes indeed. Speaking of turtles, that, that is the that is something except for one, like and then all turtles are dead except for one, then that turtle is seeing the visage of his brothers. And you know what's funny? I before they even revealed who the actual turtle was. I took a guess on it, and I was talking. I was explaining to my coworker about it, and he's like, "I think the last turtle is going to be Leonardo." I'm like, mm, "No, uh-uh. no. I I believe it's gonna. It was going to be Michelangelo, and I thought it was going to be Michelangelo because of the character he plays as the stoner, care, yo, care, yo. careless. He's he's the kid. He's the he's the stoner. All he's, right, let's do this. He's yeah, reckless. Like he's that." that. He fights way more laid back and everything makes everything. Yeah. So this, so, so I believe that it was going to be Michelangelo and spoiler alert. It is Michelangelo. Um, They released a picture of him wearing his orange stuff and everything. Um, But I could be wrong. It could be another turtle just wearing it in honor of him. But I still believe hundred percent it is Michelangelo because that's the turning point of him. Okay. My sensei is gone. My brother's is gone. It's time to actually toughen up, grow up, and do shit right now. Because I, because now he has to act 
as Leonardo, act as Raphael, act as Leonardo. Um, well, I said Leonardo twice. Act as Donnie. He has to be Donnie, Donnie Leo, and Raph all in one. Like he's yeah, just and, revenge. Someone killed his brothers. Like it's a, it's a revenge. It's, it's going to come a revenge. Like yo, who killed my brother? Like, mm-hmm. How did how did they die? Who killed Master Splinter? And what is going on in this world? Did Shred? Did Shred? Did the Foot Clan and Shredder finally take over? Did they finally they did they finally win and take over New York City? Because let's be real, that's some crazy <laughs> shit. Like these niggas are still ninjas in this day and era, and. Shredder ain't and Shredder ain't one of those villains like oh no I'm beat up. Shredder, Shredder one of those villains I'm gonna whoop your ass. You fuck with me? Come on in. Oh Shredder, he won't even beat your ass. He'll kill you hands down. And oh yeah, it's straight up kill. It's just no, no and and nothing. and you know what? And you know that that that's what just makes me wonder. I cannot wait for it to come out and read it, and because I would love to see how how they killed the turtles. Like, did they just do it? All at once? Did they do it one by one, or did or did they do a whole like did they do a whole Marvel Endgame? Did somebody just come up, not literally snap their fingers, but just came up, killed three of them, and let one suffer? Like you know what? Now saying that, I feel like it's a person who has a grudge towards the turtles. Like the turtles thought they were doing all this good in the world, but their actions took a toll on some, um, some little kid's family and wiped the kid's family out. And he is now taking avenge on the turtles. And it didn't have to be Mikey. That was, that was the last one. It just ended up that way because he got his ass kicked at the beginning, probably gets knocked out somewhere. Then here comes Donnie, Leo, and Raph to try and save the day. And they get murked off. And then next thing you know, he walks over to Michelangelo and say, now you know how I feel. Your brothers and your father is gone. Now you'll understand my pain. Just walks off, and I just, I, I, I honestly, I'm just really hyped about this next comic book coming out. Yeah, me too. People are just hoping Shredder because that that make it even deeper than deeper than what it should be. But I could have sworn Shredder died. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot of comments going on. I think like uh, was it the crossover with them and the Power Rangers? I started reading that. Hey, yeah. That's badass. Shredder whooped. Look, Shredder whooped Tommy's ass and took that motherfucker's morpher and became the Shredder Ranger. Oh my god! <laughs> In this version, Tommy's still the Green Ranger, right? But he's the good yeah. guy. And, yeah. Uh, but Angel Grove is supposed to be like in L.A. and New York City. So basically, the Turtles and the Power Rangers are in the same universe. They're in the same exact universe, but different sides of the world. And mm. what happens was like one of Tommy's friends went and joined the Foot Clan. And Tommy joined the Foot Clan to find his friend to get him out, but he got Tommy got set up, and uh, Shredder found out Tommy had like this ultimate power where he becomes a ranger. Like everything, everything about him is enhanced. His strength. Like, Shredder's already a fucking strong dude anyway. You know he can do the energy shit. But yeah, the and the comics, the Power Rangers, how they made it was their suits gave him way more enhanced strength like they have enhanced strength eyesight dexterity speed their their fighting is different so they can fight these dudes that's what that's what as what's the power of the rangers does that's what the power of the warfare does it, it makes you superhuman and shredder found that out to went to tommy took his morpher went to rita repulsa whooped her ass and her cronies and took the morpher greater power for himself and became the green rank green uh, uh, ranger shredder with the dragon zord and Shredder, I'm reading. I just, I just ended, Shredder is now the fucking Green Ranger, and it, and he says like this power, 
this power is amazing. You had this the entire time. I'm gonna share this with the world. Like, yo, this dude, like, yeah, yo, yo, how you gonna give like the most one of the best, one of the good, one of the greatest videos I ever read and watched about a uh-huh. fucking Warford? Are you serious? Now he has the power of the dragon. Like, I right, fuck it. You might as well just give up. And 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 then fucking hey, he would it was fucked up when he did Italian, bro. I'm telling you, I don't respect that. He will Tommy's ass. <laughs> You know, all these guys, they can follow Rangers. Of course, they can all fight. But he made Tommy look like a little-ass kid. Mm, mm, that's crazy. That's crazy because that's the that's the top dog right there in the Ranger world. That's top dog right there. Yeah, yeah top dog. And, they, you know, Rangers have their own story and shit with the Morphin Grid, which is, I think, is kind of cool. They should have, they should make, I think they should make Power Rangers like anime like they did for Castlevania because they would be so much better. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I stopped. I never really watched. I mean, I, of course, I watched Power Rangers growing up, but I never watched the series like I wanted to because I just couldn't. <clears throat> I didn't like how. I didn't like the villains, honestly. The no. whole. I didn't like the villains. I didn't like the look of the villains. The whole. Shebang of it. Co- the whole costume, like the whole thing they had to. It was just so dumb. And then, especially the explosion that happens behind the Rangers and they all jump. In the air and flop on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and they, yeah, that's a great point. The comics they got rid of that shit. They just they just fucking the suits just come on and off. They can like they can will the suits on and off. They don't know how they gotta say it. they will they can will the suits on and off the thought of the process. That's why I like the that's why I like the comics better. Because with a with a thought, they could just boom, I'm a, I'm a ranger, like damn, I just power up just like that. That's like going Super Saiyan basically. No, I'm Super Saiyan. Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't like the whole either uh Let's go like like in the like, I love the movie with Ivan Ooze, but I didn't like the whole. I mean, as a kid, I did, but as I get older, I'm just like, this is stupid. Yeah, I didn't like power up. Yo, I mean, I mean, and to me, if I was a villain, and it took that time for you to power up, I'm whooping every single one of y'all asses. Yeah, you're all calling out your whole power, your Power Ranger form. I'm just gonna come over there and deck you. Like, really, you're just gonna talk about him and not actually do anything about it? Like, like I, I like like Ivan Ooze is just standing there. Here comes Tommy. I'm gonna take you down. Let's go, T Rex or whatever the fuck his damn fucking thing was, and he just fucking form yeah, of a fucking T Rex. I'm like Ivan was just gonna stand there for a hot whole ass thirty minutes and just watch him power up. No, I'm gonna shoot you. I'm, I'm gonna shoot you. Like, come on, that was stupid. Exactly. That's all like the comics because they don't do that. And in the comics, um, there's like this morphing grid power where they got they bring in, they bring in uh, what Tommy just like him evil dude. And Tommy ended up combining the White Tiger Ranger power and the Dragonzo power and became Draken. And that dude, mm-hmm. and Draken, let me say, that is a hardcore motherfucker. He took over, like he's basically going around in the morphing grid, different timelines of Rangers and killing off and killing off the Power Rangers. He, just gotcha. like, he wants to take, he's like, he's trying to take over the morphing grid and everything else, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. They made a game about it. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like the video games either. Like, I didn't care for some video games. Should have never got created that were based off TV shows like that. And I just, mm-mm, mm-mm. It, some, some, some things. Comic though, so that's that's all like the better. I mean, and yeah. Fucking, they had like all the they had like all the the, the Power Rangers that people like, like the like the, like the bad guy Power Rangers from each one. They made a, it was fucking awesome. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, I um uh but that 
<laughs> I can't wait for the next run for the last running to come out. But um, uh, speaking of martial arts and stuff like that, right. um, did you see the video game I tagged you in on Facebook? Yes, I saw that earlier in the week. It was based off the Sun, the original Sun Goku storyline. Journeys to the West were about the Monkey King. This is actually the actual yeah. about the Monkey King. I saw it. I cannot wait because that looks you're you're phenomenal. you're gonna have we're, you and I are gonna have to wait. We're probably not gonna have to play it because guess who's making it? Oh, T- just take one guess. No, nothing. Nah, bro. I got it's, it's too many, bro. I get like Un- Unreal Engine, fucking. <laughs> Raven, God, there's like there's so many. There's right, so many. All right, I'll I'll give you a hit. I'll give you a hint. Who created the games that everyone hates that are so fucking hard? Oh shit! It's a Dark Souls game. Yes, from Software is creating this game. Oh, it's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those games. Oh, it's 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 one of those games, man. And I'm I'm sitting here like fuck. I hated Dark Souls so much. Oh, yeah, I did. I didn't like uh, Dark Souls. Just pissed me off. I beat. I, I beat. I think I beat the second. No, I beat the second or third one. And I did beat Bloodborne. I was dedicated. I, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna quit. I'm gonna go through this. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna beat it. And I did beat Bloodborne. Sekiro, no. Sekiro pissed me off. Sekiro pissed me off. And I'm that, like, that, 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 God, it wasn't, okay, no, it was a thing on the. It was a dude on the fucking horse. It was. It wasn't. It oh, wasn't the dude bad. on the horse got to you. <laughs> yeah, I was like my friend, he beat it. I was like, he beat it just fine. I was like, no, I'm not playing it. I'm done. I'm yeah, I've watched so many gameplays of that, and there's one guy on YouTube who I watch, and and I'm just looking at him play and. There's only two people who really gave him such grief, and uh, since you since you stopped at the horse, then you never really got to this part. It was a uh, albino gorilla. It's big as it's a big ass fucking albino gorilla, and it it, <laughs> it had two forms. One, uh, the first form you fight where he's normal, and you just fight him, fight him, fight him, mm-hmm. and then when you, when he gets to his second form, apparently there's a sword that's stuck in his neck, like straight through through his neck. So I don't know how. I don't know how this guy is freaking breathing. Um, <laughs> how is Albano Gorilla still alive? But he, uh, Wait, he's, oh, he's, oh, he's, oh, you're talking like a robot on your side. Oh, sorry. Uh, when you get to the, when you get to the, uh, there you there when you All get, right. sorry, uh, why she's calling me. Um, when you get to the se- when you get to the second form, you uh, take the knife and chop his head off. You think he's dead, but the moment you move to exit. <laughs> the damn body comes back to life. He grabs the head and he grabs the sword and he just starts fucking fighting you and fighting you with the sword. And the dude I watched, he had two or three videos dedicated to fighting that gorilla alone. Granted, they're only like 10 minutes apart, but he says it took him like the first try, He the first video he did, he did like he, 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 he did a two hour long stream and then he edited it down to like 15 minutes, then he did a three-hour stream, edited it down to 12 minutes, then he did another three hours. 
it was it, it I, I i was watching him fight that gorilla and i'm just like yeah i'm not yeah, i'm not, not i'm not i'm not failing from software anymore like, I, I tried to go back and play bloodborne and i'm stuck at these fucking these three dudes who pop up that you have to fight and their heads pop and once you get one down low enough the heads pop off and they're fucking snakes and shit and it's like once it's like I got it down to I always get it down to the last guy, but then this this last guy I don't know he does some ninjutsu Orochimaru bullshit where he summons a fucking snake. It just fucks me up every time. Hold on one second. All right. Well, guys, uh, while he does that, and I'll take a break real quick. There's going to be a little bit of intermission. Oh, I'm back. Oh, no, he's back. Wifey called me and asked me if she can buy a shower head because I gave her my credit card to go get her uh, toes and nails done and stuff. Oh, speaking of your, your wife, uh, is he going to... We're going to have the next podcast. I'll, I'll tell you later. Well, ladies and gentlemen, next podcast... Oh, I'll bring out the trailer later and I'll talk to my friend about it. Then I bring his wife on. I'm going to talk about something else. Go on the human side, see the nurse side, and uh, have fun. Anyway, back to Sekiro. What you say? Software, you're done with software. But uh, I, what else? From Software is one of the, they make really great games. I'm not going to lie. They make really great games, but I never, I, I it's just, a, it's, it, it's baffling that they create these enemies that could one hit you. And then when you attack them, you take literally a sliver of their health away every attack. And it's just, it just pisses me off every time. It's just one of those games where I could see myself going through controller after controller after controller. And if I have monitors, I'm going to punch some monitors out. And I just, no, that's, that's not for me. Uh, speaking of slivers of health and uh, games like that, we're going to go ahead and go to the, one of the greatest games we couldn't wait to come out. OG status games since 2005, no, 2007, and the PS2 God of War. Oof, we're going to go to God of War now. Okay, okay. Oh, as uh, as people uh, people know, you did not play the first two games, correct? Uh, no, I did not. I did not play the first two games. I watched them on YouTube to kind of get a rundown, and I'm always talking to you about it to feel of what everything went through um god of war 3 though kind of um i mean yes i mean not playing the first two games it uh it kind of left me in a hole of when he ever he went through flashbacks but they all but throughout god of war 3 they fill in the gaps and they talk about uh, kratos's life and uh his wife and his daughter that he he killed and yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I, I never played the first uh, two games. Uh, so we do a quick breakdown. First game got all right. So it stars characters Kratos, and uh, how they put it is like ten years. It's like been, he's been working for the gods for ten years, and he's on his like he's on the, like the last leg. He's on like the last uh, say last couple weeks of what he needs to do. <laughs> so he's on a shipyard. He uh, goes. He fights the Hydra. After he goes to fight the Hydra, he uh, ends up having a nightmare of him killing his wife and child. Now, how what happened was he uh, got drunk on power and Ares had brainwashed Kratos. Kratos got the power of uh, the Blaze of Chaos because he was in a war. He's about to die. 
He yelled out to Ares to kill my enemy and my soul and my soul and life are yours. Ares took that to heart. Ares wanted to make Kratos the perfect warrior for him. So he gave he gave Kratos the ultimate weapon, the blaze of chaos. I could kill, slice through anything and everything. And so uh, during one of Kratos's many raids and victories, he was in a village, and he said, "Burn the village to the ground." And the old woman said, "Do not go in the temple." He didn't know it was a temple of a, it was a temple of Athena, and Kratos saw it as a uh, an insult to Ares. And this old woman came to Kratos and said, don't go in there. If you go in there, you seal your fate. Kratos pushed the old lady aside, went there, killed everybody in the temple because he was like drunk on like drunk on rage and blood. <clears throat> Ares was like messed with his mind. By the time Kratos realized what he had done, it was already too late. And, be excuse me, and because of that, uh, when Kratos burned the bodies of his wife and child, the ashes of his wife and child uh, got were taken and stuck to his skin to remind him of what he of the of what he had done, so he can never forget. So that is why he is called the Ghost of Spartan. Kratos' original skin color is basically like my skin color. He's he like he never had that he never had the ash. He's called the Ghost. That's why he's called the Ghost of Spartan to never forget what he had done to his family. That tattoo. On his face was his honor of his brother because his brother was born with a birthmark that was red on his face on his on his on his uh on his eye. So that tattoo was in honor of his brother that went missing. Before we get into that, we'll go with the first game still going. Watch it. Yeah. vowed revenge on Ares. They said, "Go kill Ares." You do this. So Cradle goes all around Greece. He goes to Athens. Finds out he needs to kill how to kill Ares. Finds Pandora's box. No. Uh, he dies. Uh, Ares finds out. Ares kills him and go to Hades. You uh, fight through Hades, climb out where uh, this grave digger was digging a grave. You climb out through there. He opens Pandora's box. He, uh, you fight Ares. You kill Ares, and then you be, and you um, uh, become a regular person again. And then Kratos said, "I done what you asked. Take these memories away." Athena told him. We never said we will take away your, your nightmares. We forgive your sins, but what you have done, no man for forget. So Kratos wanted to kill himself because he wanted to forget. He never he didn't want to live that way. He had he had to live with the burden of him that they like his wife and child was slain by his own hands. He didn't want to live that way. So he tried to kill himself. The gods were like, oh shit, he can't do that. So what they did was they stopped him. Right before he crashed into the Aegean Sea or the bed of spikes, brought him up to Olympus, gave him new blades. It was the blades of Athena. Athena gave him new blades and uh, told him to go take his throne and Kratos became the new god of war. <clears throat> now, the second game, um, Kratos is not the god of war, right? Correct. Kratos is fucking shit up as the god of war. Basically, they wanted the God of War. Kratos became that God of War. He was yes. literally taking Sparta and taking over Greece. That's when he and, killed the tra- uh What was the guy's name again? That was the God of War. Which God of War? The actual God of War. What's his name? Ares. He killed Ares in the first game. Oh, in the first game. Okay. Yeah, that's in the first game. He becomes God of War. Second game. <clears throat> 
Tell you game, he's been in God of War for about, I don't know, probably a few hundred years or some time now, and he is fucking shit up. And the Olympians are scared. So Kratos basically says, I'm going to go help, Kratos is go help his people, you know, take over roads and uh, take over roads, like one of the last cities of Greece, like take over before he goes like around the ocean and shit. And then tries to stop him. He says, you better stop. You can't do this. You owe me. And he looks at her and says, I owe you nothing. And jumps off the just off the Olympian um, cliff, just off the Olympian uh, cliff. Goes the roads, starts fighting, and like it's some big ass bird comes, right? And it takes away his powers. Says so like his like takes away his god powers, and Kratos thinks it's Athena. He's like, Athena, you dare betray me. So he fights his way through roads, uh, comes in it. And then Zeus, then a, he's like this. Then the the bird takes his powers, gives us a big ass statue of Helios. So basically, this big ass statue of Helios takes you got the city while you're trying to while you're running through the city and you're fighting it. And so you come to the end of the level, and Zeus goes down with the blade of Olympus. Zeus tells Kratos, drain the rest of your godly powers into the blade of Olympus. Kratos did. He killed the. Uh, he then he destroyed the statue. The Blade of Olympus absorbed this, the rest of the god powers he had. So basically, the Blade of Olympus had all of Kratos' god powers. Had every bit of it. But Kratos forgot is that when you drain him, when he drains powers, like the hand, like the the hand, the statue hand, like some sort of fate, the statue of the hand slammed Kratos down while he was immortal and nearly killed him. And like he was near death. Like he's about to die. And now he all he had to do was go to the blade and get his powers back. That's when the big eagle comes down. He finds out the eagle wasn't Athena. It was Zeus. And Zeus tricked him. And Zeus, being who he is, uh, anal of a person. Like, he's like, even in the history, and he's a fucking asshole. Like, yo, this nigga's a dick. <laughs> like, for real, like, Zeus goes around fucking all these women, having all these children, and does not care. Like, bro, he goes around messing with all these women and does not, and he doesn't feel the repercussions. The women gotta feel the repercussions. But anyway, Zeus, he tricked them, and they fight, and Zeus says, Zeus says, uh, come back to me, come back to Olympus. He's like, no, I don't want to bow to you. And then they're fighting, and Zeus stabs Kratos while Kratos is immortal, because Zeus decreed a god, can't kill another god. Stabs him, and, and uh, this is the um, this is the reason of Olympus, and uh, this is a choice. This is a choice uh, was made. This is a choice that was made by you, and Olymp this is a choice made by the guys. And Kratos says, and Kratos says, uh, the choice made made by the gods is as useless as Olympus itself. And then Kratos whispers. Then Zeus whispers in Kratos' ears, "You will never have the throne of Olympus. The cycle ends here." Zeus thought Kratos was gunning for his throne like Ares was, like Ares was. And Kratos was never gunning for his throne. And Kratos was just being a god of war. He was doing what he naturally did. Oh. So Kratos got saved again from the clutches of Hades. The Titans saved him. Told him, you just told him what you have to do is go to Island Time, go back in time uh, to the moment before Zeus kills you. And do that. So you go through the game. So you go, go, go through the whole game. You go through that game. You um, 
you meet some you meet some of the giants you meet Typhon, uh the one the uh Titan Zeus uh, imprisoned. You uh fight and kill Icarus and take his wings. That's how you get the Icarus wings. Uh you go down and you find Atlas and he gives you the power. Rest in peace of Michael Clark Duncan, because that was a voice of Atlas. Uh, that's sad because he died. Like, he died a couple of years right after he died, I think it was a year or a couple of years after that. And uh then he goes to Island in Time, he kills all the sisters of fate. He goes back in time to the moment where Zeus killed him, and Kratos fight Zeus. Kratos look, Kratos, Zeus looked at Kratos and said, "How is this possible? He must deal with the sisters of fate." And Kratos looks at Zeus and said, "The fates are dead." So basically, Kratos saying, "Fate is dead." He's in control of his own destiny. Like not even fate could stop him for what he was going to do. So they fight. They fight. Uh, Kratos takes the blade of Olympus and uh, he's draining his powers and then Kratos has an idea he gets on his knees and says I give up uh, so he goes like a mini game of you fight Zeus and then Kratos is about to kill Zeus and Athena pushes Zeus out of the way and Kratos stabs Athena he couldn't stop he couldn't stop he couldn't stop himself in time so that's how Athena died and then after that happened Kratos, that's when the Kratos really finds out, like, Zeus, your father's like, I got no dad. So Kratos goes back in time to the Titans economy to where the Titans were fighting the uh, gods the first time with the first war, brings bring those Titans back because they're at the most powerful, and then they start ascending the, uh, the Olympus Mountain. So that's how, and then the third game picks up with the second game left off. Of course, you know how the third game goes. You go around, kill everybody. Yeah, the third game is basically all nothing but revenge and setting things uh, in in Kratos's mind, setting everything right. And um, he's like, a, he's like an anti-hero, but you kind of you kind of feel for it too because, bro, you promise to do something and then you kill him. What the fuck? And he you was know, never going for your throne. Like he was never doing it. He just wanted the memory to gone. That's all he wanted. You couldn't give him that simple quest. Yeah, play, so uh, word to wise to the people who are listening, if you ha- are very religious and to whatever you believe in, do not play God of War. God of War will have you doubting everything about the gods, and uh, it, and it kind of opens your mind up. Uh, uh, about, it opens your minds up about the gods, actually, and it's 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 funny because there's so many people out there that that don't discredit their gods for anything and yet <laughs> this game is proof in the pudding i mean yeah I, I get i get it it is a game but still it's it's incredible of how accurately it is about how zeus is how um Ares is how they all, all the gods are these guys are not what they do they have their own ambitions they don't care for the mortal realm or nothing they just want to do what they need to do and we're gonna we're, since we're on god of war now Let's talk about boss fights. Opening boss fights, fighting fighting in the courses. That was a great people loved it. And even it got millions and millions of views on YouTube. That is a great opening to a game. Boss yes. fight right off the rip. And the best part during the mini game sequence where you're where it goes back and forth between Poseidon's view and Kratos' view. Phenomenal. Yeah, I um, I like I, I, I liked the intro to God of War three. When honestly, that God of that God of War, I believe actually kicked off 
the God of War series. Yeah, there was one, and there's number one and number two. And I think that's they, they created number three for the real diehard fans. But I think I think if people want a sense of what God of War is like, um, I think they should play uh, three because you get you still get the whole sense of betrayal. You you under you start to understand why he's doing everything that he's doing, and you 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 even yourself build up a passion a hatred towards the gods himself, and. And I think anybody who would love to just if they just want to jump into the series, I believe, um, uh, just jump right into God of War three remastered. It's on PlayStation Network. I think it's like uh, thirty bucks. Um, some, uh, I think if you or clearly remastered got all the costumes and shit on everything. But yeah, well, say 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 oh guy with the boss fight. So oh, the boss fight is cool. Hayes boss fight was, was a little bit difficult, but Hades boss fight that, I thought was very interesting. Um, the fact yeah. that the fact that he the fact that he takes Hades blades himself takes Hades That's, blades and then takes his soul, his soul and absorbs yeah. it. The camera work for that boss fight was phenomenal. When uh, you're fighting and you hit the button, like the his Hades hooks like. Runs across the ground to split the ground, and you guys and your guys' chains get hooked, so you gotta fight each other from distance. That was cool. And then you like hit him and hit him on the ceiling, and you die. And yeah, the other boss fight, the Hermes boss fight. Huh, my god, and was that I the one? I never wanted to kill a boss soul fight. No, third one, the Hermes boss fight. That's the one I, where you're he off his leg. Yeah, okay, who's who was the guy who I thought this was mad disrespectful, but it's definitely a Kratos move. He tore the head off the sun god, and yes. yeah, he tore his head off and just that used it as used it as a flashlight the rest of the game. That was mad disrespectful in the one of the best parts of that game. Like, bro, he didn't do shit. All he did was blast him. His he was legs were broken, so he was fucked up. And he's like, hey. Tell me how to get to the flames. Like he, he lies to him. He 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 stomps his. You know he starts stomping. He starts stomping his head. <laughs> he's like ah ah. He like starts stomping him, and then he lies. And he like he takes his head. He punches him, twists it, just rips it off, clean off with his bare hand. I'm like yo, like that is not like he was like this game is not for kids. Of course not for kids. He ripped his head off with his bare hands. I, 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 I hate I hate the PC culture that we're in right now. And I hate the fact that everything has to be for the kids. Like just to go off subject for a little bit. I hate the fact that when Deadpool came out, that people, that parents were pissed off that it wasn't for kids. That was the funniest shit ever. What Ryan Reynolds was doing. (laughs) I didn't even see the Christmas movie that he had. I didn't, I didn't want to see it because it was rated teen, but I I think, I I think I I do want to watch it. I just never got really a chance to see it, but I'm like, how do you make Deadpool a kid hero? Like, you can't. He's you can't. It's Deadpool. Like, come on now. You need to research Deadpool if you think if you want to see what he's really like. If you don't know Deadpool and oh, if he's supposed to be a hero for the kids and it should be for the kids, there shouldn't be any cussing, shouldn't be any nudity, shouldn't be so much violence. No, this is Deadpool. Play the Deadpool video game and tell me that it's for fucking kids. (laughs) And since we're back on video games and we hit back, back, got a war three again. So Helios, okay. 
And after Helios, it was Hermes, where Hermes was talking. Now, Hermes is one of those bosses you cannot wait to fucking kill because he would not shut the fuck up the entire time. No, he kept talking, running his fucking mouth. I would not. Oh he ran God. his mouth like there was no tomorrow. Like he was like nothing. Like he wasn't gonna fucking die. There wasn't a tomorrow, so I think he was trying to get it all out. <laughs> every time he killed, every time he killed a god, a natural disaster happened. When he killed uh, Poseidon, the oceans rose. When he killed Hades, the demons and all of all of uh that's the hell yeah that's the hell is gory so when you get to that hermes boss fight prepare to go oh shit and you're gonna <laughs> see everything he cuts right through his leg you can see the fucking bone i think you know what i think i think and then he uh, and then you just walk towards him like he doesn't even run towards him. he walks towards him, his head hermes just crawls away he's like no no please don't do it and you're just walking toward him like yo <laughs> I just, I I'm think, fucking kill you. <laughs> side note, oh, yeah, he kind of, he, no, Hercules got it the worst. Really? I, I don't know. Well, I'll say Poseidon, then Hercules, then Hermes. Cause, yeah. He well, would, actually, you know, you know what? You know what? I, I might have to disagree with your list because I think Zeus. Got it the worst at the end because there's there's a little thing there's a little thing you can keep doing and I was sitting there for ten minutes I shit you not, I was when this game came out I was sitting there for ten minutes still because there's this part where you can still bash the shit out of Zeus by pressing square and the screen gets bloodier and bloodier and bloodier yeah you keep pressing and, the cycle over he you just keep going and going and going and going and he, he just keeps and you just keep going like it, there's no end to it you just keep going and keep going I'm just like you know what that. Oh man. Oh man, Zeus caught Zeus caught so much hatred. Like he yeah. was Z- Kratos was laying everything into him. He oh man. Son of a rock, but was messed up. You finally uh people like Kratos is a rage monster. Like, no, he actually shows his compassion and finally side when he finally meets Pandora. Yeah, for he, like he brief, that, for, that, brief, that, that, for the brief moment that, at the end game. You see the you see the actual who we like the fatherly side of Kratos like what he used to yeah have. yeah because you pay attention. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was just about to say that I was about to say that yeah because uh, yeah I find you if you like if you like it's very it's very you got to pay attention to everything during especially during the cutscenes when it goes to the Flame Olympus he, he kind of like she runs away he kind of reaches for her and then he he puts his hand down and then that's when he grabs her and then when she said you're hurting me he lets her go. Yeah, because he can definitely hear his daughter and her uh, saying, like, if, oh, you know. Yeah, he got real angry with Zeus. Ooh. Got her said, son, he's like, put it down, Zeus. Put the girl down. He put, like, put it down. They're like, oh, yeah. Put that girl down, Zeus, so you get me. Hey, put it, put it down. Yeah, you can see it. Like, he's like, put the girl down, Zeus. Let her go, Zeus. And he just screamed, put it down. And that, yep, yeah, put it, put it down. Put her down. Uh, yeah, and then you fight Zeus and Pandora sacrifices herself and Kratos realized that after all his vengeance, there's nothing less so he killed himself. And so that brings us to how do you think he survived? Kratos? Yeah, so at the end of their, get, their game, after you kill Zeus, yeah. you, know, you stop, Kratos kills himself, says my vengeance as now takes the blade of Olympus, looks Athena dead in the eye, and stabs himself. Mm-hmm. And that was just like, oh, shit. 
you know what i was wondering that too and um and i you know i'm a big end of the credits watcher and, and honestly not 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 just to watch the credits to see who created the game because honestly the end of the credits to a video game are longer than movies it's 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 incredible it's the amount of the amount of work and the amount of people that go into creating video game it's 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 crazy um but i watched the end of the credits and uh and they panned the camera to show where kratos's body should have been but the blade was blade blade trail of blood went off to the cliff and I'm and that just threw me into a shock and all. Like, okay, so what's next? And I never heard about what was next until they came out with uh, I think I can't remember what it was called, uh, Ghost of Sparta. No, go, uh, and God of War Ascension. It was a prequel. Yeah, there was Ascension, and I think after that was Ghost of Sparta. Like they came oh, out with two different. I should, I, I, I'm gonna stop right there. Excuse me. Ghost of Sparta, Chains of Olympus were like okay, Chains of Olympus was a little bit after number one and Ghost of Sparta was in between uh one and two. Well, they're all they were all in between one and two, basically. Go Chains of Olympus was during when he was in service to the gods. And then Ghost of Sparta was a little bit before number two. Yeah. So yeah, um I, I never anyone is on Play They came out on PSP, which is sad. They are on the yeah. PlayStation Store or PlayStation uh, PlayStation Now. You can buy five, like I did, like mark down to like, like two, well, one, three dollars uh, for the game. You can play through all the games, go through entire series, and everything else. And uh, but that was what I said. But how he survived was we're gonna go back to uh, how you think he survived because no one knows how he survived. Like he was no, it, he it's, it, it's off, a, what happened yeah. after that. Yeah, and 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 if if what you said is completely honestly true, which I believe you, that those two games were uh, prequels to it and had pretty much a look. I don't they they, they didn't have any tie in to the actual series, did they? Yeah, they did. The Ghost of Sparta so, did. So 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 did the Ghost of Sparta even talk about how he survived the whole? So uh, Ghost of Sparta was more of him finding out that his brother was alive. He had a brother. His brother Demos was alive. His mother was interesting. Alive. Oh shit! And he sank Atlantis. Yeah. So that that's <laughs> just, that's just, that just makes it that just makes it interesting. He didn't give a fuck after his mother died. He destroyed everything and sank Atlantis. He gave a fuck. Yeah, that, and, that, and that just makes it more interesting yeah, now. Like, okay, died, that was it, fucked up. They knew his mother and his brother were alive. That's what made him even more fucked up with the gods. Like, his brother's alive. Thinking he's dead, finds out the brothers, like the guys, uh, entrap, uh, put his brothers in, the, put his brother in a prison for for years, and Kratos didn't know his mother was alive, and Zeus had cursed his mother, saying that if uh, she revealed to Kratos who his father was, she'd become this mo- this mindless monster. So Kratos had to kill her. So uh, uh, you got to play the games. Harvard is like these guys are fucked up. Zeus cursed his mother. He had to kill his mom, and then his then his brother dies while they were fighting one of the gods. Uh, that uh, um, fighting uh, the death god Thanatos. It was fucked up. Like you, like they knew Zeus knew, Athena knew. They knew his brother was alive, and they didn't tell him. And he had found out the hard way. 
So you know, his rage for the guys kind of grew, grew, just kept growing, and growing, and growing. But uh, I think at the end of the year game, how he survived, I think it was the blade of Olympus. Either the blade, the late Olympus, probably had more whatever god power that was drained because the blade of Olympus is supposed to drain the gods of powers. That's supposed to do, and I think that he took, he held the blade for whatever long he could. Because the blade of Olympus wasn't there either, which kind of threw me off. It was like Kratos' body wasn't there, and now there was the blade of Olympus. Where the fuck was everybody yeah. at? And then, you know, years later, here comes them. The new God of War gets announced. It doesn't really explain how he survived, but kind of hints at it throughout the game when, uh, when it talks about Tyr, how he was able to travel between realms with the what he wanted yeah. Viking ships. And I think Kratos somehow ended on one of those ships, and Tyr brought him to uh, Midgard, that realm, that their. Uh, universe of gods and monsters. Interesting. Well, that I mean, that was the biggest thing. Um, well, that's the biggest cliffhanger. Then they don't, they're not talking about how he ended up on that boat. It's just, it just talks about how it just talks about how he just doesn't really, doesn't really, they don't really, really talk about it. They just hint at it that. He was on a boat. He crossed over to the next realm, which was Odin and everything, which is Norse mythology. And um, that's it. He meets a woman. They have a child. You find out later on, for people who don't play the game, who haven't played God of War, so I'm going to release some spoilers. Um, in, the, in the latest God of War series entry in 2018, uh, you find out that the mother was a giant and... Um, so a, a giant goddess, so she was able to shrink down to normal human size. Her and Kratos have a son who is now two parts of different gods, two part gods who are different realms. You got Norse mythology and Greek, and they never really talked about how he got over there. Yeah. Other than hinting, other than hinting at the boat, and um, and the fourth one was really all about him coming back to fatherhood. Yeah. And him being a father again, teaching his son what who who he is and what you are, and what Kratos is. Kratos did not want to teach. Kratos did not want it. His son Atreus to know that he is a fucking god of war and he killed numerous, numerous of people. That especially when that scene, oh, uh, where they're in the treasure room and Kratos sees that Greek vase. And he sees himself on the top on the pile of dead bodies, yelling at the skies. Right. right. He, and he couldn't believe it. Like someone, like he realized that someone was someone from that someone from that realm was there. Someone had to find someone had to paint that knew who Kratos was and take it with them. Someone knew that. Someone had to be there to take that because there's no fucking way that he don't just go somewhere and take a base and have, has Kratos on it. It's like but that's when Kratos broke the base because that was who he was. And when Mimir, uh, spoiler alert, you do me Mimir, called the ghost of Sparta, what did he say? Not call me that. He hates that. Like, he comes to realize he hates that name. 
He does not mm-hmm. like his name. He's trying to leave his past behind. Sort of mm-hmm. And and that's why he hid the blades of and that's why he hid the blades of chaos and the cabin with the sleep in. Yeah. And he had and he had bands wrapped around his arm uh to hide the marks. And the only person I mean, even his son didn't know, and eventually when he met the witch, the witch was like, Okay, you have to tell him eventually. Like he has to know. And and it makes me curious as to how they're gonna continue yeah. the series. Um like what kind of power, what kind of rage power, God of War power would Atreus get from Kratos? Because when he when Atreus got mad, when Kratos was like getting electrocuted, Atreus, the Atreus, uh, the rage of like it was like the rage of the Spartan, the rage of rage of basically the rage of Kratos erupted within Atreus, and he couldn't he didn't he couldn't control that anger, like that like that was like a whole new set of power that he was not yet ready to control yet. And that he just erupted, and Rohel's like, "Oh no, that's my power. That's the power he inherited was his rage, that rage power, that anger, all that destruction." Back Kratos is. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Atreus is going to be the next storyline that I am actually going to be interested in more than anything else in the god of war series i because I, I remember in the painting it shows kratos dead um another spoiler alert there's a when towards the end of the game when him and atreus finally spread their mother's acid ashes ashes uh in the realm of the giants um you see a painting that they created and kratos moves back a, a piece of tapestry tapestry sorry and reveals a painting of Atreus. Um, Holding Kratos' dead I believe, body. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Atreus and Kratos' dead body. And I'm pretty sure Kratos thinks, okay, the boy's going to kill me, which he's okay with. And I just, I honestly think that's what's, that's what's going to happen in the next game. I am honestly curious as to how old they're going to make Atreus in the game. I wonder if they're going to kill Kratos off like like Odin and Thor come down in the beginning of the game and they find Atreus and Kratos and Kratos has Atreus run away and Kratos fights Thor and Odin and Kratos can't take some, takes him down. So they both end up killing him. Atreus witnesses the whole thing. He goes to his father his father says one last words to him and then next thing you know Atreus picks up the blaze of chaos but nothing happens and then it probably flashes back not flashes back goes forward in time probably like 20 years and Atreus is a lot older now I'm just curious as to how they're gonna what powers they're gonna give him because he's Greek and Norse mythology he's part giant and it's just going to be really astonishing to see what they do with him. And I'm really looking forward to the next sequel in the game, which uh, I've been looking into to see what, what's going to be happening. And there's a lot of hints out there mm-hmm. about when the next game, a lot of when the game's going to be coming out um, even. Um, but the thing that people were looking into was job postings from uh, Santa Monica and Santa Monica posted a job 
for their senior for a senior combat designer. So you know the combat's going to be pretty on point. Uh-huh. And 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 in but in in one of the required uh, fields for the job, it says you must have knowledge of God of War and be able to speak in depth about the combat system mechanics and their enemies. So I really do hope whoever has that job title is has a creative mind and has real knowledge on Norse mythology history, Greek mythology history, and knows the God of War series and is able to implement that into the next game. Indeed. And on that note, we're going to end it here. Uh, it was great talking to you, Isaac. Uh, pleasure, pleasure. Always a pleasure. Next time we talk, go to a different topic. We'll talk about um, most likely talk about relationships and whatnot. And uh, hopefully your wife, Jay, she can join us and uh, we'll talk about that, get her opinions on things on both sides and We'll discuss that for about whenever we feel like it, uh, whenever you guys are free. So, yep, yeah, <laughs> always. It's Mike Davis, the greatest. Fuck all your haters. Peace. Love y'all. Peace.